going. <laughs> I'll brush my teeth when I get ready to brush my teeth. Go ahead. Welcome to IDP Nation. Um, we are back. Um, don't know what the hell happened to the intro there. I'm kind of lost because it's not there. Anyway, I'll have to look into that. Mix it, mixing it up, I guess. No, I hit it, and apparently that's not it. So okay. I don't know what happened, but I'll have to check into that. I kind of felt See, like I was at the beginning of a of, of an EDM festival, and I was just kind of, well, you know, I was just kind of starting to feel it. And I was waiting for the, <laughs> for the bass to drop, and it it didn't hit, and I'm a little let down, Daryl. I feel yeah, like I don't. A Thirty I don't more know seconds. What that shit would have been going pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's usually right there, and I just hit it, and clearly wasn't what hey, we're man. normally used to. Anyway, guess, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. All of a sudden, glass shatters and Stone Cold Steve Austin comes in. Like, yeah! That's right. Anyway, welcome to IDP Nation, the greatest IDP show on the planet. I don't care what anybody else says or what they do. You'll never have as much fun or get as much info as you will with us. It's a good time. Always a good time. Yeah, definitely and, always and a good time. we always stay for a long time. <laughs> Whatever happens in IDP Nation stays in IDP Nation. Well, I don't know. That For the most part. Stays For the most part. Anyway, I got Kyle with me, and that that beautiful voice that you hear besides Kyle is our buddy Z-Mags. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me hey. back. Appreciative of you having me on here, and I'm uh, sorry it's been so long, but I've been having some computer issues, so you know how yeah. it is. Yeah, and it's been a about a week and a half, two weeks since we've recorded because me and Kyle's been working and yep. gotten out of whack. So we'll we're making back, it happen, so. man. We're making, we're making it, happen. it happen. Zach uh, was kind enough to join us, and you got the computer situation figured out. And yeah, I'm borrowing uh, a laptop. <laughs> hey, do whatever works. Do what you got to do, man. Like but uh, definitely uh, happy you got to join us here. It's been a while, and it was long overdue, man. Yeah, definitely happy that I could get in here. I've been itching, itching to talk some football. So. Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. Well, should we uh, should we dive right in? Sure. Well, first, I think it's going to be like last week or the last time we was here. I think it's going to be mostly um, free agency, so not a lot of news yeah. and notes. But so last last uh, show we we uh, covered the initial free agency signings, and there was quite a few. So tonight we're going to cover the second wave. Um, you know, a lot. Of, there's a lot of signings in. in we got a lot of guys to talk about. Um, there's probably some that didn't make the list that could be on the list, but we got we got enough to talk about. It was a pretty good second wave of signings. And then um, after we talk free agency, we're going to hand the reins to Zach, and he's got some uh, some IDP thoughts to share that that uh, he wants to share with everybody. So uh, first off, 
we just want to give a quick shout out to Malcolm Jenkins, who retired after 13 seasons. Um, yes. He's been a heck of a, a NFL player and a heck of an IDP asset um, during his career. I've had him on quite a few teams, always been super productive uh, safety. But uh, shout, shout out Malcolm Jenkins, man. Yeah, yeah, he has had a very good career and has helped uh, a lot of fantasy managers uh, over the course of his time, win a lot of leagues, a lot of games. So um, I was kind of surprised to see him just give up like that, or I don't want to say give up, but retire, But um, because I felt like he still had a lot left in him. So, uh, but 13 seasons, that's a pretty good career. Yeah, so here's some totals, career totals, uh, 1,044 tackles, eight. 804 solo tackles, um, 21 interceptions, seven defensive touchdowns. Um, what else we got here? 13 and a half sacks and 51 tackles for loss. So, I mean, he got it done. Um, a lot of nice auxiliary stats. And like I said, he's been uh, – He's been a pretty dang nice IDP asset at the safety position or DB um, combined position for you. And sad to see him go, but it was a heck of a career. Yeah. yeah definitely yep. a, a Jenkins fan. And, um, kind of like Daryl said, I was a little little taken back by the fact that he um, decided to retire. But you got to look what's happening in New Orleans right now. And at his stage of his career, it's like, man, do I really want to be a part of this? Do I want to play anywhere else? Yeah, and I would have done probably. I probably would have taken that that similar path, you know. Yeah, um, he probably he probably did check the market. His agent probably right. did, but you know, at that point, what can you do? As uh, at his age, um, he's had a heck of a career. He had a super. He's got a. He's got a ring, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, um, yeah, I'd be pretty uh satisfied to. Yeah, probably. I was curious too. So. Yeah, I'm always curious about any type of player that kind of retires like this because a lot of times you see them, you know, it's one thing they re- they don't immediately retire, but they kind of don't get signed by another team, you know, as a free agent. They just kind of hang out there for, what, a year or so, and it never really happens, and then they just go ahead and retire, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you retire – That kind of happened to Antoine Buffet. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of, yeah. and yeah. Uh, Kenny Vaccaro, remember the t- he was a yeah. and Seriously. strong okay. safety yeah. and just disappeared, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and ironically, come from the Saints. Yeah. Um, uh, but is this a case to where he's. He just feels like he doesn't have enough left in the tank or can be what he's been in the past? Or. Like you said, surely his agent has kind of hit the market a little bit, tested it to see. But it's to me, if I'm a veteran like that, unless I know I'm completely done, I'm kind of hanging around, even if I don't go anywhere in free agency right off. We know when training camp and all that stuff hits, injuries hit, or, or said player doesn't look to be what they thought. Maybe they didn't get who they thought in the draft. I think you kind of – <laughs> to me, I would think you would kind of leave that option open unless you just think you're, you're completely done. done. Yeah, he threw yeah. in the towel. Yeah, he didn't leave any options open. He threw in the towel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know, it's, it's not like he, he could still play. I mean, he was solid right. last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just 
was ready to be done. 13 years is pretty definitely pretty slowed lengthy. down last year. Danny yes, definitely well, dropped. But. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Um, for you know, for 33, 34, whatever he is, he still he still was able. You know, yeah, his play definitely wasn't wasn't the same. But I mean, um, wasn't like completely off the map. So maybe he's just mm-hmm. maybe maybe he was ready to just be done and uh, had a pretty heck of solid of a career, heck of a career. And, and you want uh, me to be just, honest? I think we're about to see the same thing happen to Landon Collins as well. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Man, After what a way he's right? And then last year, you know, which I've, I, I mean, I don't know if you saw my my tweet about the three safeties I liked for. Uh, um, I did. Year so far. Yes. Yep. Um, one of the people I was talking with on there had brought up Cameron Curl, and I really like him this year. Yes. Yeah. Prime prime opportunity for Cam Curl. Gotten a little off track from where we were there. We'll but, get there. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. That's why we. That's why yeah. people love us. Yeah. Um, well, let's dive into these signings, and then we'll get into. Yeah, let's do it. So we'll we'll start with the. Uh, we talked about a bunch on the the last show we did. So we'll hit this. I got a few about what six edge guys here. There's probably some other ones that signed, um, but this is what I had I had on the sheet. Um, first one is uh, Zadarius Smith. Signed with Minnesota on a three-year, $42 million deal. I love this. Initially, it was Baltimore going back to where it started for him. The team had drafted him, and then he changed courses and went to uh, Minnesota. Um, I would say him and Daniil Hunter, obviously there's the injury uh, issues with them both, but if those two guys come back healthy, that's a pretty damn nice tandem for the Vikings. Aren't their injuries <sighs> really similar to neck or back? Wait, my guns. Uh, well, Z- Zedarius was, a, I think, uh, Daniel Hunter's last year was a peck. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the neck, and then the before peck. that, yes. You're, you're not a few wrong, years yeah. ago, it was the neck, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and last year for Zedarius was the back, so um, if they could come back and have a you know. Both of them have a healthy season. That's pretty uh, pretty nice bookends there for Minnesota. Um, just to run through the rest of these guys, and we can talk about any guys that that pique your interest. Uh, Charles Harris resigns with Detroit on a two year, fourteen million dollar deal. Lorenzo Carter signs with Atlanta on a one year deal. Derek Barnett resigns with Philadelphia on a two year deal. Dorrance Armstrong resigns with Dallas on a two year, thirteen million dollar deal, and Al Al Kaden. Muhammad signs with Chicago on a two-year, $10 million deal. So, Zadarius Smith, we talked about him a little bit. Obviously, that's a pretty big signing for um, Minnesota. You guys have anything else you want to elaborate on? I like it. I think that helps Hunter quite a bit. I mean, I know he was hurt or whatever the last couple seasons, but, you know, they tried to run it back with – oh, help me, my brain went blank. Everson Griffin. Griffin. Yep. Yeah, they tried to run it back with him. Yeah, uh, no they've down. had they mm-hmm. won them. You know, mm-hmm. they had a couple other players that they've tried to fill in there. I think Zadarius gives them a legit option, opposite of of uh, Daniil. Yeah, and if if they're both healthy, that could be uh, a fierce right. fierce pass rush right there. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie, Kyle. I kind of like this as a Bears fan <laughs> um, because we had to deal with Julius Peppers going with to you guys after <laughs> yeah. you played with us and right. now you guys have to deal with Zadarius for a couple of years. Yep. Uh yep. karma is a major bitch, my friend. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I got a feeling he's gonna want to uh 
you know, let the Packers know about it when they play. Twice, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> and I, I think he's. I think he's probably going to be gunning for Aaron a little bit. I think. I think oh, I would think so. Oh, yeah, a lot of sure. Packers probably. I mean, other than Devontae Adams, a lot of people probably aren't happy with the showmanship from Rodgers too much. Probably not. not. Rodgers has earned his right to be a showman. Don't get me wrong. Oh my <laughs> god, it's true. It's true, Daryl. I mean, it's not true. Yeah, he's yeah. A bum. He, okay, he, he's. He's got the he's, he's got the. You're making Kyle's head swell right now. Stop! I'm not just saying or doing anything. So I'm just saying, you know, he's statistics and history wise, what we've seen Rogers do, he's good at what he does. He's See, this kind of slander will get you not brought back on the show. I'm sorry. Oh no, <laughs> you're coming back. Don't you worry. But you listen to what Hollywood has to say. Uh, well, get, um, after yeah. this year, I'll come on after this season. I'll be able to come on next year and talk about Justin Fields like this. There you go. Anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. The two that kind of stood out to me is one, Derek Barnett. I was kind of surprised that Philadelphia brought him back. Me yeah. too. Um, me too. I have been a big, as, as big of a supporter of Barnett as anyone, and mm. everybody knows it, but he's just not panned out to be. Yeah. What was expected? Um, I know they got Josh Sweat. You know they've brought Hassan back Reddick. Um, they they signed Hassan, Hassan Reddick. Reddick. Yeah, yeah. They got Brandon Graham back. Uh, I think they brought Fletcher Cox back. Yes. Uh, they still Hargrove still have Hargrove, so they've still got pieces, and they're known for being interchangeable, right? You know they they like a good rotation instead of just four starters. They like to have the four starters with some capable backups where they can just rotate. rotate yeah, they're like rotate. Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, which New England. I like that. That's okay. Um, so maybe that's why they're bringing Barnett back for the experience. Um, but the one that really stands out to me is Lorenzo Carter going to Atlanta for a one year deal. Um, they need all the help and talent they can get. Yes. It's he's gonna get he can be volume based production there. Yep. Yes. And he's yes. it's clearly a rebuild down there, what they're doing. But Lorenzo Carter kind of was nothing special to last year, and he started coming into his own last year a little bit with the Giants. You finally start seeing some of that pass rush ability you had. Um I was almost kind of surprised they let him go. Um because I don't think it would have took a whole lot to keep him if they'd have really wanted him. Um, this this one reminds me of a lot of a possible Hassan Reddick situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. I mean, Atlanta's pass rush was probably the it probably rated the worst in the league. If it wasn't the worst, it was pretty. They're like twenty ninth or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I was willing to, I, you know, I was willing to bet money. It was, uh, it was towards the bottom. Well, yeah, they got Grady Jarrett, but he gets doubled all the time because he's that's the my best point player exactly. on the defensive line. And now he but, can't um, when you've only got one good rusher, <laughs> yeah, you're naturally so. going to double team that one good player up front. Yeah, so I, I like, uh, I agree exactly like what he said initially. Lorenzo Carter, volume based production. I could definitely see that out of him. Um, you know, they tried the Dante Fowler experience and that did yep. not work out at all. And they just, they didn't get that. Steven means was like their most productive defensive end. And Steven means is, you know, who the hell Steven means. Right. But, um, you know, so Lorenzo Carter had a nice year last year for the giants. I mean, he's, he's been all right, but you could see a ton of snaps cause they don't have much. Like Zach said, it could, you could get some volume based production there as a, Oh, he's definitely going to get the volume. As, as a uh, mouse clip, you know, as Johnny Greek, Johnny the Greek always says, 
Price of a mouse click. You could get him. I would him. be curious to see what his snap count was last year with the Giants. Um, because I think he's going to just blow that away this year in Atlanta. Because, A, Atlanta, who knows who's their, what, what their quarterback's going to be, Mariota or right. uh, Big Felipe Franks is not the answer. Or, you right, know, right. Carter, you Carter know. played 617 snaps last year, defensive snaps. And so you pulled out last year, Kyle. Um, I was trying that, to be a hero. Yeah, all good. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I, 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 got, I got a comment on all of these. So yeah, whenever fire away. Go, ahead, fire go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's just me being a, 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 a such a freaking nerd. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, Charles Harris back to Detroit. That's something anybody who rosters Charles Harris should be happy about because we're gonna see the similar situation. I mean, there's they just mm-hmm. I mean, unless they happen to luck into um one of the edge rushers in the draft this year, like Jermaine Johnson, um later. Well, they got the, they got the second pick, so it's you know, do they go Hutchinson or Thibodeau? What or what do they do there? Do they? I, I mean, you know? I, if if I'm I'm thinking that they're gonna. Well, their offensive line is already pretty decent, so mm-hmm. they may not. They may not. They could go edge again. Um right. So, but I still think that whoever they draft there is just playing opposite of Harris, which could help him even more. Sure. Um, the I I also like with the, the Dorrance Armstrong, right? The resigned to Dallas with uh, Gregory going to denver mm-hmm. um i think this is going to open up some uh snaps for dorrance and when, when we saw him last year when he filled in he was acceptable for the most part and you then some, you got some splash weeks i agree with that out of, out of armstrong could have yeah, grabbed him it, off waivers and got a couple couple starts out of him if he needed it two or three i think if i'm not mistaken yep um and then muhammad uh to chicago this is going to be a uh, similar uh volume based yeah. Um, he's similar with the Eberflus, uh, Eberflus. I don't even know how to say his last name, to be honest with you. Um, right. This is going to be, I mean, he's familiar with that system. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to be trusted to uh, kind of carry a load opposite of Quinn. No, I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on all that stuff. Dorrance Armstrong with the whole Randy Gregory in and then leaving. They, they bring him back. They bring DeMarc Lawrence back. Um, you know, obviously that they're going to need to get some edge – Production of those guys along with Parsons, so I, I'm with you there. And yeah. The volume, volume-based production out of Lorenzo Carter, like we had talked about, and, and Muhammad going with Eberflus, no system to get some work as well. Um, Derek Barnett going back to Philadelphia. I mean, in the deepest, in deeper leagues, if you want to roster him, but that's just going to be a big rotation. He just had, like Daryl said, he just hasn't been the guy. But um, yeah, yeah and then so- Charles Charles Harris. Um, had a nice year last year for Detroit, and they bring him back on a decent deal, two years, $14 million, and, you know, they could sign a guy – I mean, could draft a guy with that second pick and, you know, start putting that together. They they drafted their interior guys last year with Lee McNeil and Alive Amuzurike, so they get a little edge help and start building uh, building that defense. Yeah, so just some late-round some late round guys there with, with Harris, Carter, Armstrong, Mohamed, late – Deeper league, late guys that could you could get something. So, so Z Max kind of mentioned it real quick, and then we'll we'll move on. To whatever the Charles Harris two years, fourteen million. That's a pretty pretty cheap deal for him. That's seven million a year, basically. Um, Trayvon Flowers is gone, right? Trey Flowers, Trey Flowers. Yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. So you're losing that veteran. So it kind of falls on Harris a little bit there. And Harris, the and guys. then. Uh, um, Aquara, 
Aquara. Now my question is, and I think Aquara kind of made flowers expendable a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Z Mags mentioned it, the draft. And I've seen, and not saying it's right, but from what I've seen in technically Kyle mentioned it. Well, you both are bearded. I can't tell you it's apart. Both of you got glasses (laughs) on. It's like I'm it's like doppelgangers here. (laughs) Anyway. I don't have a hat. Don't don't insult Zach like that. Oh, come on, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh, good grief. Anyway, Detroit having the second pick. I have seen a ton, and I know Kyle's going to hope and pray this happens, but I have actually seen a ton of Aiden Hutchinson going to, to Detroit. And I right. think that's – Maybe not a bad thing. I mean, think on it. Think about it. This is kind of like um, an all-in-one package. You, you you need a young pass rusher that can be a stud for you. Hutchison checks the boxes, right? I think it would be great um, to see him go to Detroit. I think he would be um, – You're keeping him in state. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big reason right there. Can you imagine the jersey sales, the – you know, in-state kid who's done it, staying at home. Right. Um, not that that's why you draft a player, because uh, clearly it's not. But I think he checks all the boxes, and I think those are some extra things that I think can help your club. The sales, you know, the excitement, the in For me, I would take Thibodeau. But if you're kind of split down the middle on these two, then don't you kind of want the one that's well? They might not have a choice of the two either. So, depending on who Jacksonville takes, right? I don't think Jacksonville's going to take one at one. I, I, well, they might. You think what you need to think. I'm just saying they may not have a choice. Well, no, they might not have a choice. Yeah. Um, oh man, I, I really don't know who Jacksonville's going to take though. Well, that's a whole other show. That's a whole other <laughs> no, stop getting a sidetrack, Kyle. Damn it. <laughs> yes, but it'll be interesting to see what Detroit does. I agree with that. What's uh you like how I slipped that in right when he was talking about Jacksonville though? And I was like <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get him all fired up on Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I, I do not recognize the name Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Sucksonville, please get it right. All right. Well let's let's uh let's dive into the let's dive into the linebackers. What do you say? All right. Right off the bat. Big, the big, big signing happened. Bobby Wagner to the Rams, five years, fifty million. I thought you were going to talk about Joe Schobert there for a second. <laughs> oh, he's still he's still looking he's for still one. out there. <laughs> so Wagner, oh. you know, there was uh, he was visiting with the Ravens and this and that, and all of a sudden, boom! It, he, he chose the Rams. So what, what's your guys' thoughts? This is clearly the rich getting richer, right? <laughs> Jeez. I That's mean, you're in the <laughs> I mean, you're in the window. You're coming off of a Super Bowl win. Uh, right. you've got Aaron Donald back, you've got a lot of your pieces back. Um now you're getting a chance to add arguably, especially in fantasy, arguably the best linebacker from year to year. Now, dynasty that may not be as true, but from year to year. Wagner, he's he's got two good years in him, easily, and I think that just makes this entire defense so much better because they've kind of what bumbled around with linebackers, tried different ones, drafted rookies. You know, Ernest Jones has come in and did okay job, but now you're getting that legit 
mm-hmm. LB1 who can just run your defense and shut everything down. Bobby um, freaking Wagner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our, mm-hmm. our buddy Dan is absolutely just melting right now over oh, this. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not even uh, think about Dan and this signing. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I oh, may or may oh, not have oh, ribbed man. him many times since this happened. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just and he just, lost Russell. Just a mental check on my part to see how probably he's about doing. to lose GK Metcalf too. Yeah, I see well, that. Sounds of it. Yeah, so. could be had yeah, for the I mean, right price. I, th- I think this was a huge get for the Rams. A no-brainer. Yes. I mean, if you, if you can make the money work and pick up a player like this, then why not? It's it's the same thing that Tampa Bay is doing, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're it's they're doing the a better job thing. than Tampa Bay did, in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah. I will they might have more money to Chicago, wherever you're at, and smack Kyle right in the mouth. What? I'm not in Chicago. You're gonna smack me in the mouth? What? Yeah. What? He's in the UP. That's shenanigans. <laughs> Ball sack of Canada. That's where he's at. Um, I didn't even do anything. Anyway, I I love this. <laughs> I love this signing for Wagner. He's gonna absolutely tear it up and. In that Rams defense, and oh my gosh, I've been holding this one in. Like Daryl, Daryl called it center out the bat. The rich get richer, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's really not that bad. Five years, fifty million, right? Seriously, I mean, look what Miller got. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. But yeah, this is nuts. So okay, you're we gotta look a couple of years ago. That I mean, the system hasn't changed too much. I mean, it's pretty similar to what Staley's run. Yeah, Raheem um, Morris he he changed his philosophy to incorporate Staley's system. Yeah, so, yeah. And then we have um, you got to remember what Corey Littleton did, why he played for this Rams team, and yeah. look at Corey Littleton now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you're bringing in all pro Bobby Wagner, literally the gold standard, probably one of the most prolific linebackers we've had in the league in the last decade. And he's now going to play on one of the going to play in one of the most richest FFIDP fantasy football um, linebacker teams. And just into schemes, you know, you guys know where I'm, what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, he's going to, I think he's going to be very, very good for managers. Um, I, I mean, I, I was trying to talk a couple of guys in some of my home leagues into bets because they weren't as happy about it as I was. They said they thought his value was dropping and I thought that was nuts. So I asked him to put, asked this guy to put a $50 bet on, Wagner ending up as an LB in the top six for linebackers, and he he wouldn't Ooh. take it. And he was like, wow. he was, and I was like, eh, come on, man. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I'm willing to put fifty bucks on this. I, I'm confident I like that he's yeah. gonna be a top six linebacker. No, and, and I, I I think this is good for Ernest Jones too. He gets he gets a super stud to learn from yeah. and kind of yeah. grow under. Yeah, because I've had a lot of people ask me, well, this kills Ernest Jones, right? Well, maybe. I wouldn't say heels, but it's going to hurt him for this season. Maybe, right. maybe next year. But you're not going to get that huge year two breakout that everybody was hoping for before right, this right. signing is all. He's going to be fine as far as you know progressing in the year two and and right. playing. But he gets to play next to one of the best and learn and and get some exactly. more experience under his belt and watch him go to work and it'll help in the long run. You would just might. I mean, yeah. Don't don't just abandon ship on Ernest Jones. Just because uh, you know this year, but if people are abandoning ship, 
go snatch him up right now is going to be the time. This Just is going to be a great patience. Time. Yeah. 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 A little bit of patience. Um, yeah, no, good stuff. I think we all agree it's a great spot for Wagner. Um, I'm just going to run through a few names here, and we can discuss anybody that, that piques your interest. Guy Zach just mentioned, Corey Littleton signs with Carolina on a one-year deal, $2.6 <laughs> Kaiser White signs with Philadelphia on a one-year deal. Jayon Brown signs with the Raiders on a one-year deal. Camus Grugier-Hill re-signs with Houston on a one-year deal. Deal. Uh, Jalen Reeves Maven signs with Houston on a two-year, seven and a half million dollar deal, and Alex Singleton signs a one-year deal with Denver. So, of those six linebackers, who piques your interest the most? Mm. Um, I'm going to start with Jayon Brown. I think not a bad signing for the Raiders, but I don't think he's a full three-down linebacker. He's more of a coverage guy. Um, he, he regressed last year when he was playing. He did. Well, he you know, he had the injury two years ago, and they didn't bring him back. And then, or they brought him back, and then he just, like you said, regressed last year. So yeah, it wasn't the just wasn't the same. And uh, they let him walk, and I think that was the right decision. Maybe this is a change of scenery. We'll help him out. Um, he'll be better there. But if they're wanting a coverage guy, then he he's not too bad because that's that's about where his strengths are. Mm -hmm. um, the one that's intriguing to me is Jalen Reeves Maven. Um, had not done a whole lot in Detroit his first few years, and then last year finally got an opportunity to be a uh, the old Tennessee boy. Yeah, the, sorry, I don't know what the hell I'm watching on this right now, but anyway, uh, I'm totally like trying not to crack up laughing right. about what's on my TV right now. <laughs> anyway, um, he finally got a chance to start or and have a huge run. Have a huge, have a huge role uh, for the lines. I think you're watching and, what I was just watching. Yeah, and um, he performed really well. I mean, he was down the second half of the season. He was one of their best players. Uh, was routinely getting eight to ten sacks a week. Um, Tack tackles rather. Oh yeah, tackles. Sorry, not sacks. Dude, but he was routinely was in that so freaking lit. Eight to ten sacks a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eight to ten tackles a week. I mean, he was just all over the field for him. So I, I'm surprised they didn't bring him back because they need that help. Now I know they got Derek Barnes yeah. and some of those guys, but they, they they brought they brought Alex Anzalone back for whatever freaking reason. See, I didn't understand that. I yeah. I, I would have rather had Reeves Maven uh, right. at a much lesser cost. So for Houston. I think this is huge. Two years, seven and a half million. You're putting him next to Gruger Hill. That's two solid linebackers that they can have right there. So I like it for them. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, for sure. Zach, anybody on the list uh, pique your interest that you want to cover? Um, I like, uh, I mean, I don't know how long it lasts, um, but I like the Kaiser White for in Philadelphia for a little bit there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Jayon Brown with the Raiders, that could, that could, I mean, we'll see, you know, that could, it yeah. could end up being better for him, you know, a better, different system and just, um, it will, we'll see, you know, uh, Gruje Hill back with Houston, you know, anybody who roster him's rosters, him should be happy because they'll probably have a possible LB one or two for the season again. Um, Reeves Maben. 
to Houston. I don't know. That's probably just – I mean, we got Neville Hewitt there still too. I, well, I, Christian, they brought Christian Kirksey back. Houston's kind of a mess in bringing everybody back, so we're going to have to really keep an eye on – Kirk. they paid Kirksey pretty good, and Kirksey was pr- pretty solid for him last year. So I think he – they brought him back to, to, to be the main guy again. And But Christian Kirksey's made a glass, so we'll see. But yeah. I think we definitely got to pay attention to that Houston situation with Grugier Hill coming back and then bringing in Reeves Maven. And like you said, yeah. Hewitt, it's kind of messy. And Hewitt uh, kind of was spotty at times. So I think he kind of yeah. disappeared down the stretch. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, you're right. I, I wasn't, uh, I, I mean, I knew Kersey was back there, but um, I guess I kind of view that differently a little bit. I like, I, I guess I think. That, I mean, I know they didn't pay him a lot, but I think they, I think they like Grugier Hill a little bit more than Kirksey. Um, I get that. It's just the money. Um, yeah, money says a lot. Money usually, you know, is that kind of. I didn't understand why they paid Kirksey so much. I didn't understand why Green Bay paid him so much. So, um, yeah, good agent maybe. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think I'm just looking at what the contract was for Kirksey. But um, it's a two year. I know it was a two year deal. Um, I think it was yeah. ten million. Uh, that sounds about right. Five million a year. How much guaranteed? That's that's the big deal. Yeah, the guaranteed is what's. Um, yes, I thought it was. Um, I thought they paid him decently, but yeah, it's. I I I mean, Grusha Hill was was uh quite the uh, waiver wire pickup. He was basically the probably LB waiver wire pickup of the year. Um, so them, them bringing him back. So it looks like two years, 10 million. Yeah. Two years, 10 million, uh, 4 million guaranteed for Kirksey. So they paid him a little more than, but that, yeah. Dingers yeah. Hill, but one year, $4 million deal. They just brought him back. Reeves Maven got the two year for seven and a half, but yeah, I mean, keep an eye on it. Right. What, mm-hmm. what what the news is. Like you said, Grugier Hill played well for him last year. So um and you were you were talking about Singleton. Oh yeah, I was just said uh, I'm just making little comments that are flow through my head with all these looking down the list. Singleton, yeah. De- Singleton with Denver, that's a I guess that just crowds the Denver room situation. Yeah. Just as so much crowded. As Houston. Um I would you know that kind of if you're thinking about what Baron Brown is gonna do, that kind of puts a damper on that. I don't even know what happened to AJ Johnson. He's is he still he's, out he's, there? He's still out there. They brought Josie Jewell back, and then yeah, AJ yeah. Johnson's still out there. So, um, um, Bentley, New England. Um, I yeah, mean, he he's, he's been all right there. You know, I had him as a breakout candidate two years ago. I think uh, maybe last year. I'm pretty sure it was two years ago. <laughs> but um, you know that that wasn't. Uh, you know, uh, I shouldn't have trusted a, a linebacker for a breakout camp. New England. Well, just it, trusting anybody in New England to break out Belichick, you never know what the hell he's going to do. So just... well, I, I feel like I hit on Kyle Duggar last year. I feel like yeah. – um, No, Duggar's – I love Kyle Duggar. Be, a lot of people liked his situation. I shouldn't, like, take solo credit for that. But I felt like – uh he was in a good situation to break out, and I felt like he did break out. That's what I meant. Like, no, I like it. No, it's a good call, man. Uh, Duggar's a Duggar's a beast. Oh yeah, just that first group. I agree with you, Zach, on Singleton and Denver. That's messy. Uh, they brought Jewel back. They liked Jewel before to hold it down for him. So, yeah, we have to keep an eye on that. Watch the Houston situation. 
Um, Kaiser White's probably the next after Bobby Wagner, the next most exciting one for me signing in Philly. Him and TJ Edwards could be a nice duo, barring them barring them drafting a guy. Um, I think Kaiser White's a better player overall than Singleton. Um, and him and Edwards could be a nice, nice duo. So this last the last uh five or six here, Zach mentions Jaywan Bentley resigns with New England on a two-year deal. Leighton Vander Esch goes resigns with Dallas on a one-year deal. Damian Wilson signs with Carolina on a two-year deal. Nick Vigil signs yeah. with Arizona on a one-year deal. I want to talk about the Vigil one with Kyle, but we'll, we'll go to the other one. Yeah. Jermaine Carter signs with Kansas City on a one-year deal. And Jared Davis goes back to where it began and signs with <laughs> Detroit on a one-year deal. So He's yeah. going home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Zach, you want to talk about Nick Vigil? I, I, I just – a quick comment. I'll do what I've been doing. Um, Bentley to New England. Uh, they, they just got Mac Wilson from Cleveland. Right. That it, that's all interesting. LVE with Dallas. I honestly don't give a shit. But <laughs> um, he's probably gonna be like a nice IDP flex. Um, Wilson to Carolina. I think they're gearing up, looking yeah. for you know somebody to play next to Thompson. We'll see what happens. Right, right, right. Um, I'm gonna bounce around the vigil one because that's what I want to end with. Uh, Carter to Kansas City, uh, ha ha to uh, Willie Gay owners and <laughs> roster managers. I mean, uh, Gerard Davis to Detroit, um, ha ha to Derek Barnes, roster managers. <laughs> uh, Nick Vigil to Arizona, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what's probably going to end up happening? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm not going to accept that. He's going to start. And take uh, away from Zayvon Collins. I don't accept that. I don't think it's going to be Zayvon Collins. Oh, 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 Simmons. Simmons, who's going to take a hit. Um, but that's oh, you think it's Simmons. Okay. I, I'm not sure if they're going to see that's I'm still struggling with. I don't think they know how to freaking use him. Um, I, I swear you, you could, you could, you could have Simmons on the field 100% of snaps in multiple positions, but you know, they don't want to do it. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, yeah, I think it's Simmons who's going to take a hit with the vigil. Uh, I think Collins is probably a more disciplined linebacker than Isaiah Simmons. But. We, Collins, or, uh, you know, Zayvon Collins more of a box linebacker than Simmons. Um, you know, it's – vigil certainly it, – it makes your ear stand up to like, whoa, what's going <laughs> on? You know, like when they right. sign, you see the signing, like Zach said, like who's – what's going on here? Um yeah, it's they don't they, they obviously struggle to figure out what they're gonna do with Isaiah Simmons. Last year his his snaps were he played a thousand twenty-four snaps, five hundred and ninety-six of them in the box, two hundred and thirty-seven on the D line, a hundred and sixty-five out in the slot, and he had twenty-four at wide corner. So it's just a very, very interesting uh usage on Isaiah Simmons, and it doesn't necessarily equal IDP production all the time because you're all over the place, right? Um, but I'm, I, you know, I, I'm well, obviously a Zayvon Collins fan, a known Zayvon Collins fan. So I'm hoping for year two to be, to be, uh, you know, where it happens. We didn't get it last year. We've talked about it enough. And Isaiah Simmons, he can do a lot of things, but they got to figure out what they want to use him for. And Nick Vigil, they brought him in. Vigil's, you know, he's he's had some that's productive years, so we'll have to keep our eye on that. 
I just Zach's- reminds me of the Devadre Campbell when he <laughs> got into Arizona. Yeah. And uh, we were expecting Simmons to be something, and nope, it was Campbell. And Campbell goes to Green Bay, and it's like, damn, Campbell's a really good linebacker. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't know. I just think I can see something similar happen to Vigil, even though I, I don't think he's, I don't think Vigil's a great linebacker. Right. Like, yeah. He's, he's Campbell. Yeah. But, so let me throw this at you. We're talking about Simmons maybe having a lesser impact due to this vigil signing do you think that and we're talking about simmons but not being used the right way and all this do you think he would be better cast back to being a safety as to opposed playing linebacker no i think like i said i think simmons should literally probably be able to be on the field 100 percent of the time it's just well i mean you have to put him in the right position to be able to you you got to have a coach that knows where to put him on the field at every different True. time. I mean, yeah. he he played over a thousand defensive snaps last year, a thousand five, which was ninety two percent of the team's defensive snaps. That's up his there. pressure. That's yeah, up. that's that's up there. His pressures that's were a little bit more up. Than they, I expected actually, because I, I actually yeah. had looked up his snap counts. So yeah, I mean, he was used more as a rusher. Uh, you know, well, that's what I just said. He had two hundred thirty seven snaps on the D line last year. So right. But his missed tackle rate went up too. He went from eight and a half his rookie year to nine and a half last year. Well, that's probably volume based too as well. That it's not probably increase for all. So that's, that's, horrible, that's not horrible with the volume increase. Yeah. No, I, I think nowadays anything under ten percent is is pretty good. I think if you're in that ten to twelve, that's about average from what I'm seeing. So I think he's still, you know, sorry, got a toothache. I still think he's. Um, under he's better than average when it comes to that. I'm just I was just curious, you know, because at Clemson he played everywhere, corner, Every, linebacker, safety. Yeah, you yeah. know, I yeah, was just I, curious. Do you think he would be better used not just in Arizona, just somewhere that would use him in that type of role where they would use him everywhere? Do you think he's better just as a safety, or do you think he can or he should stay at linebacker? That's the linebacker kind of thing that Staley needs to trade for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he would be better used kind of all over the place, linebacker right. safety. Well, that's what that's what they're know. doing with him. I mean, 165 slot snaps, 596 box snaps, 237 D line snaps. I mean, they're they're deploying them all over, but they're just we're not getting the IDP production we wanted out of them, right? So it's frustrating. So um, we'll right. see. It's bringing Nick Vigil in is a little little bit of a. Uh, Mixes messes things up a little bit, I guess. Um, I, I agree with you there. Uh, the other thing to, to read the tea leaves coming out of camp. Um, LVE going back to Dallas, familiarity. They could put a guy in the middle. Hopefully, he stays healthy. Let Micah Parsons do everything because he's awesome. Um, Jermaine Carter to Kansas City, just another guy to overuse instead of Willie Gay or Nick Bolton. <laughs> like Zach said, right. Jared, Jared Davis back to Detroit. I, I just don't get what Detroit, why you're bringing him back. I don't know, but whatever, not interested uh, there. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, well, that's about a dozen linebackers. Um, good thoughts there. Um, we'll kick it over to some safety signings. Um, first one, Jayon Curse re-signs with Dallas on a two-year $10 million deal. Uh, Logan Ryan signs with Tampa Bay on a one-year deal. 
Jabril Peppers signs with the Patriots on a one-year deal. Um, Eric Harris resigns with Atlanta on a one-year deal. Anthony Harris resigns with Philly on a one-year deal. George Odom signs with San Francisco on a three-year deal for $10 million. Those last three guys are kind of meh, but those first three, Curse, Logan, Ryan, Jabril Peppers, um, what you guys' thoughts there? For me, it's Logan Ryan. That's the big name, right? That's the that's the big one. There's two big ones for me with this, actually. I mean, Logan Ryan is probably the biggest going back to go, – I'm sorry, but signing with Tampa. I mean, right. him and Antoine Winfield next to each other is going to be pretty sweet. Because Whitehead's gone, right? Yep. Yeah, he's with the yep. Jets. So that, makes, that, to me, is why I think this is the biggest safety signing because, A – they got rid of Whitehead, so he's going to fit in, like like Zach said, right next to Winfield. But who knows a Logan Ryan better than Tom Brady, right? All those years in New England, then playing, playing against him in Tennessee, he knows exactly what kind of player he is. Plus, he can give you the versatility. He can play corner. He can play any of the safety spots. Uh, that veteran presence, um, I think that's huge for Tampa Bay. I think it's a piece that they were kind of missing on defense, if you will. I know Whitehead was a big hitting safety, but uh, still a little bit young. Now you got this veteran back there, kind of the same thing that they did with Domicon Sue, getting that veteran up front. And I think Ryan can be a game changer back there for him. I mean, because you look at last year with the Giants, he had a career high 117 tackles, um, a career high 77 solos. Um, so he was he's not washed up by any means. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good spot for him to go, right? He had a nice year for the Giants and then, you know, Whitehead leaves to go to the Jets. Logan Ryan um signs on a one-year deal. It's a really nice tandem with him and uh Antoine Field, I agree. Jayon Curse going back to Dallas. I mean, Jayon Curse burst on the scene last year. That, that was my he, other one. Yeah, um Really, really nice year, and then he he runs it back in the Dan Quinn defense. So you gotta love that if if you have Jan Curse on your team, right? And Zach, what's your what's your thoughts on uh, Jabril Peppers signing this one year deal with uh, the Patriots? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, just a quick comment to you know with what you guys were rolling with there. Uh, loved Brian with Tampa Bay. I know I kind of said that a little bit already, but uh, okay. J Ron cursed Dallas, uh, anybody who got to get him at the uh, Johnny, the Greek uh, price of the mouth click price, mouth click M- price of the mouth click. If you got him <laughs> last year at that, um, I said it with a lisp at the first time. I don't know if you heard that, but <laughs> yeah, if you guys got him last year, um, you could probably expect the, the same yeah. consistency. I don't see why Dallas would do anything different with curse after what we saw last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jabril Peppers with the Patriots. Um, I mean, I've never, I mean, when we first, when Peppers first came on the scene, he was very interesting because he was one of the few players that was, was a, like the versatility of what he could do from like the linebacker safety moving around like the Giants were doing with him. Um, <clears throat> he, was, he was giving us that IDP um, value that we liked. And then one thing we're starting to notice is the, how the league is changing, um, looking mm-hmm. for those players that can move around and play multiple positions, the athleticism, um, the explosiveness. And we're seeing this, um, I mean, a lot this year. You, We ta- we, we kind of had a, talked about this in the Twitter DMs. Um, 
but yeah, this is a, I, I mean, for, I, I found this really interesting that Belichick did this, honestly, because you have two guys who are like this. So um, I honestly just think this is probably um, one of those situations like, uh, I'm, I, I need, I want somebody else who can do the same thing just because, just in case one of these other guys get hurt. Yeah. Um, but so, I don't think, I don't see Peppers beating Phillips or Duggar out for snaps because that's not how Belichick works. So, mm-hmm. see, that yeah, was like, going to be my, that was going to be my question because Duggar should be worried. Right. Yeah, it's definitely weird, like like you said, Zach, bringing in preppers when they have a guy like Adrian Phillips who plays that box safety role. So it's going to be uh, – what do they do? You know, like right. – so, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Kyle Duggar because he's oh, – I think Duggar's he's just, man. He's just more talented than these guys, and he's going to be on the field. And, and Belichick he's... is a big fan of Duggar, and that's, right. all, oh, yeah. that's all you need to know. Exactly. I, and I, the so kid – and the kid's super talented. So yep. what do they do yeah. with these two guys that play similar roles, Phillips and, and Peppers? They're like, what do you do? So let me ask you this. Because clearly we're both, or all three of us, we're huge Duggar fans. Um, Phillips has been no slouch. You know, he's come over and, and uh, did his thing. Bringing in a guy like Phillips, or shoot, um, Peppers, do you think this is going to be some kind of way that Bill Belichick kind of reinvents his defense? Because remember, Josh McDaniels is going to offense. That's going to look completely different. Uh, the way things have went the last couple seasons really haven't went the way New England has wanted them. So do you think maybe Peppers is a new piece or a weapon where they can uh, reintroduce themselves or reintroduce this defense in a different way? Like re, redesign it maybe or whatever. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think so. I wouldn't uh, put it past Belichick, but I'm not sure that's what we're seeing right now. Um, right. But then again, you know, if anybody is going to be the first to adapt to the way the NFL is changing, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Bill Belichick too. So he's right. just he's, he's just so he's just so smart. And maybe he wants these three guys on the field. Maybe he wants sure. them on the field. And it, the and it could line, be but. and it could be game to game. That's what Belichick does. He schemes game right. to game. He takes away your best player. He he makes your weakness. He makes you take your weakness and try to beat him with it, which is tough to do. Obviously, but you know what what he thinks is your weakness. And but yeah, like he's a game to game guy, right? He's gonna scheme teams differently because he's so freaking smart and he's so good at it so yeah maybe this maybe he has a plan to have all three out there right one week and one week might be different because it might be you know a different set that or different subset they're running and it's it's interesting i don't think he's going to reinvent what he's doing i mean he's just going to keep messing with people because that's what he does he's good at it but yeah it's uh intriguing to see what what they're going to do with guys with similar skill sets you know with Peppers and, and uh, Phillips. Mm-hmm. Anybody else on this list stand out to you? Um, Eric Harris, Anthony Harris, George Odom. I mean, there's guys that played snaps last year, but not really exciting. If any for me. And about you guys? That's a lot to give Odom, though. Three years, basically I 11 so million. I was like, wow. I, I thought so. maybe, you know, that's, that's, that's a decent contract. We'll see. 
I mean, he's the one he, he stepped in for Kari Willis last year when he was banged up and had some right. has some nice games. So keep an eye on what's what's coming out of uh out of San Francisco with him and Hufunga and the rest of them. That's a decent contract, but yeah. Those first three guys are that we, we covered were the more intriguing for sure. All right. Um Defense, interior defense alignment. So Jerron Reed signs with Green Bay on a one-year deal. Fletcher Cox, after being released by Philadelphia, then re-signs back with them on a one-year $14 million deal. Uh, Justin Jones signs with Chicago in a two-year deal, and this came after Ogunjobi signed with Chicago and then failed his physical, voiding that deal. And then Matt Ioannidis signs a one-year deal with Carolina. <clears throat> Two that stand out to me right away, Jerron Reed to Green Bay. Gotta love that. Oh, I love that. Uh, and then the my, I, Matt Ionatis from Carolina. I think that's a good pickup for them on that interior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm i super pumped about the Jerron Reed signing. Um, I love Matt Ionitis going somewhere and, and somewhere new and, and getting a fresh right. start. I think, I think he had a little bit of beef with uh, – Washington when he left be something about them saying they weren't going to release them and then release them or something. So something happened. I like that. Yeah. And then I do like, uh, we'll get Zach's thoughts here. I do like the Justin Jones signing with Chicago um, after losing Ogan Joby. But Zach, uh, what do you think, dude? Yeah, I'm uh Jerron Reed to green Bay. I think uh, you should like that. That's going to be yeah. great for, uh, um, playing along, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Clark there, mm-hmm. uh, Fletcher Cox, the Philly thing. I don't have much to say about that, honestly. I like Javon Hargrave. Yeah, I'll talk yeah. about him. Yeah. Um, Justin, <laughs> Justin Jones to Chicago, I think, is a underrated um, signing. Mm. Uh, yeah. He, uh, you know, he's he's not on the level of a lot of the you know your your nose tackles or three technique guys. Um, He's he's up there though. He's does actually is he zero tech or three? I think he's three, but um, he's three I believe. Yeah, uh, more so. Gotcha. But yeah, I, that's what I was pretty sure. But yeah, um, he's good against the run. Um, I uh, I know that I've seen a few stats out there that showed that you know because the Chargers were horrible against the run. So like everybody everybody was saying you know yay he signed with the Bears. You know we got somebody who can't stop the run. That's not how it works for him. Actually, the Chargers were a lot better against the run when he was in the game. Um, So, you you know, we can see – maybe we'll see him. This is one thing that Ryan Poles is doing. I don't know if you guys have noticed is a lot of their signings, like uh, thank you for Dan Krukchik. Dan Krukchik. I cannot say his last name. Krushank. Krushank, sorry. Um, I like him, that bear signing him. He's – I think he's going to be a special teams ace for you. I'm telling you. Yeah, definitely a special teams ace. But I think they're. I don't know. I I, I still wouldn't be surprised if we traded Eddie Jackson eventually. But I think he's oh. going to be. Um, you know, he's he is. Uh, Ryan Poles is signing players that show signs that they're improving, and yeah. that they and then that they can be possible move into starter starter roles. Um, and that's one thing we're seeing with Justin Jones. And I think the, and one thing just to mention about Larry Ogunjobi is I know that Ryan Poles has mentioned that he is still open to signing him. So maybe we'll get, uh, that to happen still. 
um, Matt Ioannidis, just like Hollywood was saying, that is uh, good for Carolina. I like that um, for Brian Burns. And um, well, well, that's going to help Derek Brown and uh, uh, Davion Nix and their young guys, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I think it could be good for Ioannidis, too. He needed to get out of Washington. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah, and the Justin Jones touch on him a little bit. Um, he had a career year last year for the Chargers. Uh, set career highs in tackles, solos, assists, tackles for a loss, quarterback hits, sacks, fumble recovery. So, I mean, he he had a really good season for them last year. And I think that's a good piece for Chicago to get. Did, probably didn't cost them a whole lot. I don't remember what it was. Uh, what did you say, two-year? Oh, you didn't say what it was. Uh, two years. Guys. It's likely not much, so it's not like it's a, a bank-breaking deal, but mm-hmm. it's a player that, as Zach said, they're investing in players that's showing upside or trending upwards, right. um, and I think that fits kind of right in there. So I, I like this for Chicago. I think that's a good pickup yeah. for them. Especially with that new defense, you know, like you yep. know, we were talking, you know, uh, Jones is more of a three-tech type, so he's not a big two-gapper in the middle, but, he, you know, he, he fits a role that Eberflus, you know, needs to fill in his defense. Ogunjobi didn't work out. Zach said maybe they do figure that out, maybe not. But I think after they that fell through, Jones is a pretty dang nice little signing for him there. Um, I, I like that spot. And obviously, like I said, the the Jaron, Jaron Reed um, signing was very uh, – I was very happy to see that for Green Bay, adding a, a little bit of juice to our D-line next to Kenny Clark. Um and I, I'm sure there's a lot more. We're going to finish it off here with cornerbacks. I, I'm sure there's a lot more corners that signed, but at the time, these were two of the more relevant ones, I guess. And um, first one was Rasul Douglas, uh, resigns with Green Bay in a three year, $21 million deal. Of course, that's relevant. Hey, come on. How good? <laughs> we, I, I mean, I expected, I expected to, to get, uh, to catch some shit for that, but how relevant was he for idp when he oh. took off in green bay right oh yeah oh yeah like dude it was it was uh it was awesome um and then dante jackson uh resigns with carolina on the three-year 35.1 million dollar deal so um those are just the two corners i had thrown in i mean jc jackson was the big name me and daryl talked about last time but here's a couple of guys um that are noteworthy and you know rasul douglas was like if you played in a corner required league and you picked him up when he started seeing snaps for Green Bay, you reap some rewards there, and that's a big, big get to bring back for a defense with him and Campbell coming back. So, but yeah, that uh, that wraps up our second wave of free agency. Um, yeah, losing Adams really saved your guys' defense, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and it's uh. We still got to figure out receiver. I don't know what the hell we're gonna do, but draft you guys. We're gonna draft. draft. But the problem, I we're gonna draft. The thing is, we have Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what we're gonna do at receiver. Well, the problem is, <laughs> well, here's the deal, man. Aaron what has Rodgers, he ever done? Uh, he did fucking throw us the ball, and they somehow fucking catch it. But if you don't trust him, <laughs> if he if he don't trust the rookie, if they just go with the rookie to, to fill another spot, like if he don't trust him, he won't throw to him, and it could be a shit show. But, and I don't think yeah, we we'll talked see. about this, and I know this is IDP show, but while we're on the topic of of all the receivers that tight ends still left in Green Bay. Who's the one you think benefits the most this season with Adams being gone? 
Right I, I know who I'm. Th- yeah, right now, I know who I'm thinking, but I, I'm just curious to what your thought is. Lizard. Well, it's just. Well, yeah, I mean, Lazard's the first thing that pops out because he's the best of what's left, and, and bringing Robert Tunyon back, um, that's the guy for me. Like, that's my he, guy. That's who I was thinking. You know, he had the eleven touchdown. He was a guy. I was I am being my friends have always been watching. Obviously, we watched practice. You know, the, the practice stuff, all the the training camp scrimmages, and all this. Now he always made shit happen in, in like the family night game, and then the preseason games. And we're just waiting for Tony to get his chance, and he finally did, and he had the big year, and then unfortunately last year got hurt. So I'm ready for Tony to get back and play like the level he was at a couple years ago. I think that could be – he could get back to being a, a really solid tight end for fantasy if he can, uh, you know, get healthy. So. Yeah. See, I was thinking Tony, and that's who I, my pick was, was going to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> Love me some big Bob Tony, man. He's, yeah. a, he's a ball. Big Bob. But that, that – uh, that wraps up the second wave here, man. A lot of good stuff, fellas. A lot of names and uh, some, some signings we like, some signings we didn't, some situations that are muddied up and all yep. that good stuff that comes with it. Yep, and before we get to uh, Zach's um, thoughts, we've got to pay a few bills, you know, as always. Uh, be sure to check out Action 24-7 Sports. they got all kinds of things going on. You know, the NCAA Championships coming up, you know, North Carolina – and Kansas, that's sure to be one hell of a game. Uh, so go place your bets on that. They got everything: baseball, basketball, football, hockey, darts, soccer, Formula One racing, ping pong. You know, if you, you know, I was sitting up the other night and was watching uh, darts, and it hit me. I was like, oh my god, there's darts. You know, um, mm-hmm. but they cover everything. They've been a big supporter of us, so go check them out. Anytime you make a deposit, Hollywood One Hundred. Use that promo code and they'll match a year deposit up to 400. So if you get deposit four, they're going to give you four. That's 800 bucks to bet with. So can't beat that. Um, we want to thank MFL. The new seasons are open. The 2022 season is open. Leagues rolling over. Drafts are beginning. New leagues are popping up. They've been one of our biggest supporters. They help us with our listener leagues. Uh, you know, they help us with those. Have always been a big fan of them. I'm a big proponent. You get what you pay for. I think they're the best in the business when it comes to fantasy leagues. So go check them out. And then Trophy Smack, as we showed you back about a month ago, they supplied our listener leagues with the rings. Mm. Each of our uh, winners got rings. Uh, Man, they were nice. Uh, So happy to be able to do that and get those out for our listener league winners. And uh, I'm trying to work on something else that – I'll uh, give away here before long. Um, I almost forgot. Our Patreon. Go sign up for it. Check out all the cool stuff me and Kyle is doing for that. Bonus episodes, which, Kyle, we're going to do one tonight, right? Yep. All right. And on that subject, with all the benefits that you get, group chats and special stuff that we do and say and episodes and all this, this past week, we let every one of our Patreons pick a number between a one and a hundred. I picked a number. I sent it to Kyle so he would know what it is. And our winner was AJ this week. And as soon as he sends me his address, we'll be sending him out a prize pack with a bunch of stuff in it. So just a uh, just something that we're doing um, 
to say thank you to our Patreons for supporting us. You know, we want to give a little something back to them, but definitely check out our Patreon. You can go to IDP Nation pod page now. That's our new pod page. Um, it's got articles. It's got all of our episodes. You can click on our sponsors link, see all of our sponsors. You can donate PayPal. There's a cup of coffee click down there in the bottom. You can click on to support us. So there's so many ways to do that. And we wanted to thank you. So we gave out a prize pack and AJ was our winner. And um, there's going to be some cool stuff in it. I can't wait to, to uh, get it to him and see what he thinks about it. And then, uh, so I'm thinking maybe every three months, Kyle, every quarter, we'll, uh, we'll do another giveaway. Heck yeah. And uh, we'll uh, say thank you to them and for supporting us. And I know we get crazy and long winded and I can't get you to shut up. You just want to keep talking on and on and on. And, <laughs> but no, seriously, it for the hundreds of listeners that we have, you know, for them to come back each and every week with our stupid crap that we put up and goof off with. Right. We just, I, I felt like it was time to, you know, say thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting and all that good stuff. So, um, very cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. I thought it was. So it'll be something different each time. Uh, might not be the same prize pack, but it'll be something different each time. So check that out. But idpnation.com will take you to our pod page. The link for the Patreon's on there. So go check us out and support us any way you can. Z Mags. What's up? It's all on you now, buddy. Laura's yours, thoughts, my man. Thoughts with Z Mags. IDP thoughts with Z Mags. IDP thoughts with Z Mags. Um, well, let's see. Uh, free agency has been wild. Um, it's been crazy. We've had some crazy trades go down, some crazy signings. Um, we've talked about a few of them already. You know, the Bobby Wagner, um, that was nuts getting moved and trade. Well, not traded. I'm sorry. Getting released and then signing with Los Angeles. Um, I see I haven't gotten to, so I pulled up, uh, the trusty IDP show free agency track free agency tracker just to give me a quick rundown so I had an idea of, to refresh my memory a little bit but you know for Tennessee getting Harold Landry back was huge for you guys mm-hmm. um, we've talked about Devondre Campbell back to Green Bay um, <clears throat> we're still waiting for Matteo to drop somewhere I'm kind of hoping my Bears make a run for him with polls being familiar with that. Um, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. Um, I really liked what the Chargers have done with their defense this offseason. Um, they took away one of my favorite players. Mm. You know, but I, I think uh, I've heard that Ryan Poles called Khalil Mack up before that trade and just let him know that, you know, it was more, you know, it was just business. There's nothing personal about what was about to happen. Um, and they're, he was trying to put Khalil in a position to where, you know, he had the chance to succeed. So, um, you know, that's got to love this for Khalil though, right? Oh yeah. He gets to go back to the AFC West and face those teams and the Raiders twice a year again. Yep. And he's like best buds with Derek Carr. So this is, that's kind of cool too. So, you know, he'll be able to see his buddy a couple times a year and play off opposite of Bosa. So that doesn't suck. Yeah. For managers yeah. opposite of Bosa. For, I'm sorry. For managers of Bosa and Mac, that both of those should, they should be happy. Yeah. Um, and J.C. Jackson, that was just cherry on top right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, you know, saying, okay, um, I want we need a, somebody that could shut down number one receivers. J.C. Jackson can do that. He'll get the snaps he deserves to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Asante Samuel. You know, he's he's on the rise, I think, too. Yep. Um, uh, I like the Uchenna Nwosu to the Seahawks. Um, I think that's a really underrated signing. You know, they've needed some pass rush help for a while, and I think Nwosu is one of those guys that deserved, you know, he got two years, 20 million. So, I mean, that, that's telling you right there that he's probably, that's, I think that's starter money. So, yep. um, I, nice I fresh think, start for him too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's one guy that managers should, uh, could probably grab later in draft that not people are really aware of that will, mm-hmm. um, yeah. could end up being a, a weekly starter for you. Um, he's, pr- he's likely going to be one of my, cause I've decided to kind of do like, with my breakout series this year, I'm doing like an sorry, sorry, Daryl. I'm doing like I'm separating defensive line, so I'm doing interior defensive line and edge. No, that's fine. You do your thing, man. Yeah. So, because I, I think you know it's different, and I don't want it's 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 easier to separate that for me, especially right. with more leagues leading towards um specific uh, position specific. Sorry. Yep, um, I agree. Sure, that'd be better for subscribers. Um. So uh, then, Fouye Lucon to Jacksonville. Oh my God! Uh, Ooh, is, so, how huge is that? That's just great for. Um, I mean, for anybody who had who lucked into him, you know, the past couple of years and the production he was starting to give out, and um, then that 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 slight worry that he would end up in a situation this year that would be good for him because he is not he doesn't grade the best, you know. So right. struggles um, in coverage. So you know, we as a man, like, as fantasy managers, we want him to be in a position that hides that, and he landed in possibly one of the best positions. Yeah, I mean, they're so, facing literally yeah. four times a year. You get to hit Jonathan yeah. Taylor and Derrick Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is that? I mean, hopefully he doesn't get he doesn't well, get hurt. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. But I mean, as, from know, a fantasy yeah. manager standpoint, that's exactly what you want your linebacker yeah. to have. Especially yeah. a guy who relies on run tackles. Those two right down their throat. Yeah. But especially a guy that relies on tackles like a Lucon, like Zach was saying. You know, you were worried about exactly. where he was going to go, and you know. And well, and here's the other thing too: is that we know Fourier can. He's an impact. He makes impact plays. Yeah, he's gonna afford to get the ball. He's gonna make the ball over at some point. And on top of that, you know, we get to see him face human twice a year. So with this stuff, it's hard not to get excited. But I, I think there's a good chance we could see Max Crosby at close to twenty sacks this year. Um, Ooh, I, I think he's, I, I, yeah, that's a hot take. Wow. Um, we saw I the like it. What he, was it? What was it again? He I said twenty sacks, close, close to twenty sacks. sacks. Crosby? Him or Jones, yeah. but I or think Jones? it's going to be Crosby. That's just me. I think Jones is going to start soaking up a lot of that attention, and Crosby's just going to eat, man. Um, <laughs> See, I, I traded Kyle in a defensive-only league last year. I traded Kyle Max Crosby. Yeah. And the day that the news went down that Chandler Jones was going to Oakland – or, sorry, Las Vegas, I was like, damn, I wish I hadn't traded Crosby now. <laughs> Remember though, because Russell Wilson's in Denver now, and Russell Wilson is famous for holding the ball too long. Mm-hmm. So Oakland gets that twice a year. Patrick Mahomes is not very much different. He's he yep, he's I would agree. 
that's but that's the thing with those improviser quarterbacks, those guys who like to improvise. They're good at what they do. They do that for a reason, but they hold the ball, and that makes them susceptible to sack. Which, if if you think so, that makes perfect sense, what we've saw this offseason, right? You and, just mentioned it. Russell Wilson, Mahomes, off script, running around, throwing it. What did the Chargers do? They went and got Khalil Mack to match up with Joey Bosa. The Raiders went and got Chandler Jones to pair up with Max Crosby, and I yeah, think that's a Bradley perfect – Randy Gregory. Yep. I mm-hmm. think that's a perfect perfect example of what teams are looking at to try to corral, harness these guys in. It, it's hard enough to do it with one, but when you've got two, that makes your job just a little bit easier, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So continue moving on. The Hassan Reddick with Carolina. I mean, this is, you know, um, it's not horrible. I mean, let's be honest. It's not horrible. But at the right. same time, um, I don't know if, like, uh, we're going to see the value stay the same. That's what worries me about Reddick. But he's proved he's everywhere he's gone. He's done it. He's made an impact with that stuff. So it's hard to say he can't do it again. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have him many places. So I don't, I, I guess I don't concern myself with it as much. Um, we've talked about Kazir White, Von Miller to Buffalo. I think that's great for um, Rousseau. Um, that's great for uh, um, for that That's I great think. for Basham. What's that? I said I think it's great for that entire defense. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. To Oliver have that Basham, Russo, those like linebackers. You're gonna get back uh, Tredavious White. You're gonna, you know, so yep. that defense is probably gonna be. I mean, it's it's crazy to say it, but that defense is probably gonna be even better. <laughs> so, mm. um, this is probably one of my favorite signings of the off season. Justin Reed uh, to the Chiefs. Yes, um, that one. I I Love it. still I. I don't know what it is. I, I think it's just that knowing what type of player Justin Reed was before he ran into that, just what that Houston, um, just like that wood chipper of, of, of an organization it became for the guys that were there and made the team something decent. Excuse me. Sorry, my throat's drying up. But um, Jordan Wrighthead, um, to the Jets, that one's. Um, I think he's, you know, going to be instantly relevant. I think that I think we're going to see uh, him and Davis probably get a majority of the looks there. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus May, this is, uh, you know, with especially with the recent news of Jenkins uh, retiring, mm-hmm. I think this is this is another guy who's walking into another great situation. He signed and uh, he signed into for three years, twenty eight million for a team that needs a starting safety. Re, um, yeah. re, he's re, uh, rehabbing from an injury, if I'm not mistaken, but I think they think he should be ready to go um, come season uh, when the season starts. Um, really Randy, nice spot, though, with, like you said, oh, Jenkins yeah. uh, retiring. Yeah. And I really like that. I think that's crazy for uh, – I, I like that with Chauncey uh, uh, Gardner-Johnson, too. I really mm-hmm. – uh, I think him and Marcus May are probably going to be the guys to roster uh, for defensive backs for them. Uh, well, safeties, I should say, but because they they move Gardner Johnson around a little bit. Um, 
Randy Gregory uh, to Denver, we kind of hit on that just a little bit earlier. But, yeah, that's, uh, you know, he's going to see um, a good amount of volume. Um, oh, yeah. He's he, they pretty much signed him to be the dude. So paid him well. <laughs> yeah, five yeah. years, seventy million. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bradley Bradley Chubb has uh, he's trouble staying healthy, but let's let's hope this this I think this last one was to get rid of scar tissue. I think. Um, so we'll see how he comes back off of, off of this. I, I, you know, I'm, I like Bradley Chubb. I really want him to succeed, and I want talented player. Just injury, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's hope uh, Randy Gregory showing up and um, might give him a reason to try to stay healthy. <laughs> hey, it could be a nice duo if if mm-hmm. Chubb stays healthy. I mean, they like you said they paid Gregory well to be the man. If Chubb can stay healthy, they got they got a nice little duo there. Um, yeah. I, Let's let's hope it happens for Chubb this year. He, this is a, a safety signing that I think hasn't gotten enough uh, credibility as well. Is Marcus Williams to Baltimore? Um, you know, he got. I, I think Baltimore is in need of uh, a good safety back there, and um, I think Marcus Williams can be that guy who. Uh, He's got to play know, the he, free spot, right? Because Chuck Clark's the strong. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Marcus Williams is. Safety. Yeah. yeah, that's what he would basically. That's what he's doing with New uh, New Orleans too. So, um, but I I think he's a, a really good guy to have back there um, playing free. And I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because I know we've talked about this a little, especially me and Kyle. Um, but I'm always I replay stuff or rediscuss stuff because I'm always curious to hear other people's thoughts. How don't you think it's interesting that in today's game that the free safety is becoming just as valuable as a strong safety now. You, Cause you're seeing a lot of these three safety sets, this big nickel where they've got three safeties on the field, but look what the chargers did. You know, they, they're kind of the ones that started this Tennessee went to it uh, for a while when they had Vaccaro, you know, before they let him go, you're seeing a lot of teams run with these three safety, big nickel sets. Um, and in the old days, a free safety, wasn't valuable at all. I mean, it was, you just did not look at the free safety spot as being a valuable option. I think now that's changed because there's, they're kind of interchangeable, right? Your safeties, free safeties are kind of interchangeable now because the NFL is looking at it as, well, strong safety is in the box type of guy. Free safety is more of a cornerback type of guy. I think now you're seeing more of, I want a safety that can play both. I want him to be able to tackle. I want him to be able to cover. Are y'all seeing it the same way or? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, one guy you can kind of good guy to bring up with what you're talking about is Jesse Bates. Um, you know, he's, he's proven that free safety exactly. could be valuable at, you know, tackling and covering and, um, deserve to be paid for what they're doing on the football field. Which kind of brings me back to one of our earlier questions, New England. Duggar, Phillips, now they bring in Peppers. I, I honestly think I, Belichick, and this is just off, off the top of my head here, Belichick doesn't bring in a player for just no reason. Right? Mm-hmm. He's got something in mind when he brings in a player of Pepper's caliber. 
he's 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 already got it dried up in his head basically what he wants to do with him how he wants to use him that's why i asked you earlier do you think this is a way or are you fixing to see belichick kind of reinvent his defense a little bit because he's not he's never been known to use that big nickel three safety set a lot because he's had two solid safeties back there, but with the maybe with the lack of linebacker, he's lost J.C. Jackson now. Maybe his corners is hurting. Do you think we're fixing to see New England go to that three safety set more? I wouldn't doubt it, but at the same time, I still think that's one of those Bill Belichick having um, just playing playing it safe and having a guy just in case somebody gets hurt. I, I that's I, I'm still leaning that way, but I I mean at the same time, you know I mean we are seeing the NFL go that way, and and that's why I said you know, like it could be you know Belichick recognizing that the league is going that way, and he wanted a guy who could you know help him get there first. Right. Cool. cool. Yeah, I, I would agree. He's got a plan. Obviously, bringing him in, he's got a plan. Belichick's a smart dude. It's just. Um, could be a game-to-game scheme thing, you know. If he, Belichick's smart. He, he knows what he's doing. Obviously, he's been one of the best ever, you know, one of the best ever defensive minds. And it's just how IDP relevant is what we were talking about for. How IDP relevant is Pepper's going to be? That's the biggest question wow. for me. From you know, I there's no doubt in my mind that Belichick has a plan for him and what he envisions him. I just think into defense, but how yeah. how relevant is he going to be in IDP? Like Zach said back in the day, the way he was used. Where the Giants, and then it, it, the whole Browns experience, and all, right. what, is he, what is he going to be in New England? What does that mean for us? <laughs> right. Like that's my biggest question. I, he's going to Belichick's got a plan for him. It's just what is it? By the way, Zach, this might be the best match of the night right here that we're watching. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Clearly. Um. Any, anything yeah. else you got? Um. Let's see. Miles Jack going to Pittsburgh. And then that whole thing with the um, – so what was it? Jacksonville released him, and then he signed with Pittsburgh. Yes. Yep. yep. And yes. then um, they released Joe. Um, yep. Making too much money. So yep. I yeah, don't think it was a question of him being able to play. Like Kyle said, I think it was a money thing. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's uh, – I think Miles Jack in Pittsburgh. That I mean, that, I think he's going to be a good LB two. Um, Should get plenty of snaps. Yeah, I, I think they've learned that Devin Bush isn't their guy, but he's probably still going to have to be on the field at some point. Right. Yep. I'm on the field. Yep. Um, Jordan Hicks to Minnesota. I find this one interesting because isn't Anthony Barr still there too? Yeah. He could get cut too, and they got a whole yeah, new that's... scheme coming, so we could see. It's I, really interesting. I'm like Zach. That's I, I'm wondering to me. what they're doing with this because I think they're wanting to move. I think they're trying to keep a, or they they want to keep Hunter at DE and they want to use Smith as a defensive end too. Um, well, they're, they're, I think the talk is they're a three. Ed Down tells a three four base, but they're not. They're going to probably run a lot of four two five. Like everybody, you know, nobody really runs a lot of base anyway, but it's just a matter of position designation for us on what platform you play on. What are they? You don't want, you don't want Daniel Hunter or Zadarius Smith labeled a linebacker on MFL. If 
we want them as edge or defensive ends or DL or whatever, right? That's the, that's our worry. But and I'm with Kyle. I could see now that I think about it a little bit, I could see that four two five actually being more of what they use because to run a three four, you've got to have a damn stud at that nose tackle spot. You you got to have a beast that can just hold his own there. Mm-hmm. Which which Minnesota's been a four three team most of the time, but if you don't have that linebacker play and you got better defensive backs, then I could, which goes back to this big nickel set, these three safety looks, and I think that's kind of been the whole change discussion in the NFL right now. I don't think it's the front guys; I think it's your back guys. You know, how good are you at linebacker? What do you have in the secondary? If, it, if you've got better players in your secondary, then I think you see these teams go more to a four two five or 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 yeah. nobody <laughs> no, nobody runs nobody runs much base defense anymore. I mean, no, they good, don't. They it's, don't. It's good to know their base alignment. It's not you know. It's just you know what they, it's the way the league is. They mix and match. And like Zach said, to get back to the linebacker with Hicks, you know, if Anthony Barr stays there, what does that look like? Right. Right, right. Hicks That's is the, interesting. Yeah, because I, mean, I have Hicks in a couple places, so that yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what the heck's gonna happen with him. Right. Um. You know, that's something you're. We're definitely have to wait for uh, training camp to roll around and see what yep. they're doing with guys like Hicks, Kendricks, and Barr, Smith, and Hunter. Um. You know, it's a. Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy off season. It has. I uh. I don't think there's too many other crazy ones I really wanted to hit on. Um, I'm trying to think about all the trades that happened. Um, I was, I know it probably wouldn't happen, but I was thinking a cool landing plot, landing spot for uh, Schobert would be Baltimore. Ooh. Hey, the that the Patrick Queen, the, the Patrick Queen experience is got to be over. It's yeah, not working. That's out. why I want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> and and just, that's my question. What the hell happened to him? Just uh, he doesn't. It's not a fit, man. It's uh, yeah, but he came out that for his rookie year. He was solid. He was good for IDP, but for IDP, horrible. but he graded horrible. He just you know, like bottom of the league, horrible. Mm. Uh, one of the one I was going to talk about was Anthony Walker to Cleveland. Um, I know a lot of people were, are excited about Jacob Phillips, and I think uh, they should just hold on to that excitement. Um, I, think, <laughs> I, I, I don't, love it. I, I don't love mean it. it like hold on to like because it's um, going to not happen. I feel like that's uh, I, 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 I think by it's, the way, that is going to be the name of tonight's episode. Hold on to that feeling. <laughs> Hold on to that it. excitement. Hold <laughs> on to that excitement. That's it right there. I'm but I, it down right now. I, I literally think it's because I, I think Jacob Phillips and um, Jock, uh, J- Jeremiah Rusticormor are going to be the guys. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to, uh, I think Walker's, I think Walker's that veteran presence that they just want. Yeah. And, I would agree um, with you. Yeah. And I, but I still think it's uh, that Jacob Phillips is going to end up proving that he needs to be on the field. So hold on to that feeling. Yeah. Hold on to that feeling. <laughs> I'm hooked on a feeling. That's that's the the name of the show right there. That a boy, Zach. Yep. I'm high on believing. 
I love it, man. You know, you know, I will say sometimes trying to name some of these episodes are uh, a little difficult. But every once in a while, we get one just like that one right there. Kyle, you remember uh, kicking the chicklets? Kicking the chicklets, man. (laughs) And then uh, one of the recent ones, too, you had a good one. Not completely horrible. Yeah, not completely horrible, but but going back to uh, kicking the chicklets, we actually had a listener in one of our listener leagues name his team the chicklets. <laughs> yeah, that was a good so, one. So yeah, hold on to that excitement. Do we want do we want to do hold on to that excitement or hold on to that feeling? Hold on to the feeling. Hold on to the feeling. That's it. Yeah. That's tonight's that's tonight's name. All righty. Um, anything else you got? Um, not that I could think of. Uh, okay. So uh, before we, yeah, I think we're good. Okay, so I got a couple trades that's happened here in the last month or so, or, or last few weeks. Sorry. Um, want to hear y'all's thoughts? And I'm not involved in either one of these. This is just some leagues that I'm in. Team A trades linebacker C.J. Mosley, running back Miles Sanders, wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie to Team B for Chase Young and pick 308 in the 2022 draft. And one of the reasons I picked some of these trades with offense is because there's a lot of fantasy managers. They still don't know how to evaluate defense offense values and trades so i think i thought this was a perfect time to bring in some of these kind of trades and kind of discuss it um which side do you like and why Zach, you want to go first uh yeah let's do uh so it was I... mosley sanders and mckenzie yeah. for chase young and the pick 308 I honestly like uh, Team B side. Um, Mosley aging linebacker. Linebacker is replaced so easily. Um, I'm not afraid to try to linebacker almost any time, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Pretty confident I can find somebody to fill that spot for a season if I need to. Um, Miles Sanders, um, been hearing rumblings about Philadelphia looking at running back again in this draft. Um and uh, I don't know, I don't think he's ever going to be what he's what people thought he was supposed to be. Um, yeah. Not in Philadelphia, anyways. Isaiah McKenzie exactly. is interesting. Um, anytime I like him a lot, actually. Yeah, I like him and Davis, but I'm not going to get into that whole Davis thing. But um, <laughs> McKenzie, anytime he filled in for Beasley, um, he had some pretty deep – well, not anytime, but most of the time. He's had some pretty decent games. Um, I, it's not been a lot, but when he did, he's popped. Um, but I, I still would take that. You know that you you give me those one of those top five, top six DEs, Chase Young. Good chance he can do that. And um, the three hundred eight. You know, I'll take that. That three hundred eight. Um, there's some. There's probably a, a decent player you could grab at the three hundred eight. That that would be. Uh, that could compare, right. you know. I, I, I mean, you could even easily find a, um, a, a, an offensive weapon to kind of cover that gap, and then you could exactly. use 
Oh, they'll, they'll wave a wire to find your linebacker to replace CJ. And this is a little bit of a deep class offensively, and there's some, and depending on where you look, it's it's a pretty decent defensive class too. So I, I'm I'm kind of with you at 308. I think you can still get a good quality player to help you there. Kyle, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm with, like, like Zach said, Mosley, and you said uh, aging linebacker. It should be solid again this year, but I'm not scared to trade a linebacker either because you can find them. And uh, Miles Sanders has burned me enough that I'm fine trading him anytime. Um, and <laughs> I'm a big Chase Young fan. I, I'm looking at him to um, have a nice year if he comes back healthy. And um, I think he could, you know, those young studies are – are, are coveted pieces. So I'm, I'm all for getting chase young and the 308, you could get a nice piece there too. You could get, you could get a player at 308 with, with an IDP offensive combined draft. So yeah, I'm all with right. you guys. And cool. We got one more here. Team a trades linebacker, Eric Kendricks, strong safety, Harrison Smith to team B for outside linebacker, Aziz Ojolari. And 2022 pick 205. I mean, I know what side I'm taking. Go ahead, man. Um, I mean, just because uh, – not that I don't believe in Aziz Ojolari, um, but mm. I, I'm i going <laughs> to take the – actually – Actually, I'm switching my position right now. Let's let's clarify this first, though. Is Ojolari a linebacker label, or is he an edge def- defensive lineman label? Well, it it was sent to me in this trade. It was sent that he was an outside linebacker. Okay. Um, Just to clarify that, I don't know what league or what site this was on, but okay. this if, one was sent to me, and they they said outside linebacker. So I'm assuming that's where he's at. If He's labeled as LB Ojolari. It can only only be played at LB. I want the Kendrick Smith side. But if he can, if he's dual or just DL or something, I want the Ojolari and the 2022 pick, 205. Because at that 205, there's probably a good chance you can grab Hutchinson or Thibodeau or Trayvon Walker. Absolutely, um, yeah. You know, right. th- th- one of those top edge rusher guys. Um, you might even. See, that's the thing is I don't know if there's a linebacker I want in the first two rounds well, of the rookie draft. But see, for me, if I'm – not to interrupt maybe, you, but – Maybe Lloyd, but that's about it. Sorry. See, see, that's what I was fixing to say. If you're giving up Kendricks to get that 205, if you're needing linebacker help, I, Lloyd's definitely going to be there, and I think he's the best linebacker in this class. Well, I, I saw, know a lot of people will say N'Kobe Dean, but I'm on Lloyd. I, I think Lloyd is the most complete – He is. Pass he, rusher – Covered linebacker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. with you. He yes. can play with his hand in the dirt. I mean, not that Dean can't, but Lloyd's better at it. Um, so yep, Dean's just too small. Agree. He's just he's too small to do, th- you know, to do some of the things Lloyd can do. But I, I right. anyway, not to get him out. No, I agree. Yeah, I, Lloyd could be in play there um, for you. The defensive ends, if if uh, definitely if Ojolari has uh, dual designation or edge designation of can play on the on the D the DL tag, D tag, edge tag, whatever, then I want that side with the pick because you could you could be looking at one of the top IDP prospects with that pick to go along with a young uh, defensive line eligible guy like Ojolari. Um, I, 
I also go back to what I said with the last trade um, with Eric Hendricks. He is, you know, he's an LB1. He's harder to replace, but linebacker can be replaced on the waiver wire almost any yep. point of the season. So yep. if you want to take that gamble on that 205, you know, I, I don't see why not. Because you can, I mean, not you're not going to probably get the huge upside games that Kendricks can give you. But you you could still find a linebacker to put in that spot that can give you some decent volume, mm-hmm. at least volume based production for a season, and maybe you can take a shot at some um, some offensive weapon or one of those like those top IDP prospects. So, yeah, and, and he didn't specify, so maybe he's needing some offensive help. You know, so maybe that two hundred five is really appealing. You know, he's still getting a linebacker back with Ojolari, but maybe he's got somebody that he's really targeting with 205 offensively. I could see that well as well, especially maybe he has, and he didn't show me his roster. So maybe linebacker is a deep position and he can afford to get rid of Kendrick. So well, um, see, that's the thing too is, I mean, Smith is, uh, his, Smith is still, you know, he still can be productive. He's, he's still here. Right. But mm-hmm. at his age, you know, okay, I, I'm not – Local okay. boy, by the way, just down yep. the road from me. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, you're looking at the two the two most – the two positions in IDP that can be replaced so easily, <laughs> safety and linebacker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to try to find those with the price of the mouse plate. So. Yep. Yep. Oh, good point, man. Absolutely. Agree with you there. Awesome stuff, guys. Um, anything else? Any thoughts? Any any ideas? Whatever you want to talk, now's the time. I mean, I'm definitely just, you know, super excited for what's coming, you know, this, this season. What It's like I, I heard somebody, uh, I forget what podcast, I think I was listening to the Audible um, football guys. But um, they they said it's like some of the like all the NFL teams got notice that this is going to be the last season of football. <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see Miami this year. I think we're probably going to see one of the fastest teams in the history of the NFL. Um, I uh, probably I'm sorry, we're probably going to see the fastest team ever in the NFL with Miami now with Hill and Waddle on the same field. Um, what's happened with the AFC West is just crazy. No, that AFC West has yeah. turned just that division alone. Yeah, has been amazing. It's crazy I, to think that the Chiefs could possibly possibly be the worst team in the division, though. It's crazy. Very well could happen. What about them trading Tyreek Hill? How freaking crazy is that? That was, I think. I mean, that's crazy. But I think that was more so them realizing they would never be able to give Hill what he wanted. So. Yeah, but yeah. that's oh geez, dude, that's see, I'm on the fence with this. I, I I don't know what to do with this because clearly Tyreek Hill is a not a once in a generation, but no, he's once in a oh, generation. It, it, well, I didn't want to say it, but okay, yeah. once in a generation type player. I think he's yeah. he's such a game changer since Randy Moss. I, I, I with his speed. I know they're different type players, but I believe that. He's a unicorn. What a freaking match. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I think Kansas City's 
offense, they're going to suffer with the cheetah being gone. That that's oh, yeah. not going to be the same. I mean, that's that's a big freaking blow to that offense. Um, well, I think this is. I think we're partly the reason we're doing we're seeing this is too is just because you know they the the teams figured out the Chiefs. So Andy Reid is probably sitting here like, man, I got to do something different. Um, I, I, you know, so on top of that, we're going to have to, you know, we have to move on from Hill because we can't pay him. And I have to change the outlook of my offense because teams know what we're doing and they know how to beat Patrick. So. I agree. I mean, just, that's just insanity. But that, like I said, that division alone, what that division by itself has done <laughs> Yeah, is insanity, and then you go back and think about what the rest of the NFL has done. I have never seen an offseason like this. Yeah, this is ever. It's been wild to say the least. It's the signings, the releases, the trades. It's been it's been amazing. It's it's fun. You know, every year it's uh, we always say, "Oh, we're getting ready for free agency." It's a crazy time of year, and it. It was the craziest I could remember. Daryl is in shock of what he's watching on TV right now. I, I hope Zach's watching. I did not see this coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why, but yeah. Well, I can tell you this. I can tell you this. If Edge is involved in it, it's going to be huge because they don't play with him. There's, there's certain. Though, isn't it? Huh? It's Damien Priest, isn't it? Yes, that's Damian Priest. And there's one thing the WWE does. They don't mess with their major superstars. Oh, yeah. So whatever they're doing here, this this is going to be huge. Something interesting, that's for sure. Anyway, back back, back to uh, fantasy football here. Um, yeah, just crazy offseason. Me and Kyle talked about this for like two, three weeks. And uh, it was a I good thing that we weren't doing a show every week because – as quick as he would make a show sheet, they would be like three or four things happening. I'm like, Kyle, you got to yeah. put this in. I was, yeah. He's like, crap, yeah. I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. It was it was uh, work just to keep up with everything going on. It's crazy. All righty. So, um, hell of a show, guys. Hey, Daryl, can I that? ask you to trade at you real quick? That's a, yeah, sh- sure, bud. Go ahead. That's what. Um, I had a guy get in my DMs, and he said he was offered the 2.7 the 2022 uh two two set second round seventh seventh pick sorry okay for uh tremaine for tremaine edmonds yep he has tremaine and he was gonna get the 2.7 you know what i told him the same thing that we've been saying this whole time (laughs) i I pulled the trigger on that so, uh, so I told him to do. I said, you know, I haven't. He, he hasn't lived up to the hype, and I, you know, I feel like I could, I could probably if I want, I could probably grab Lloyd or Dean or. Um, yeah, he's a uh, solid uh, low Moonlight. end LB one, high end LB two. I would be more comfortable with him as an LB two. Um, but if you can get two oh seven, um, I, I'm like you, like it, like we, you said it all night. You can find replacements at linebacker. You can re- find replacements at safety because it's so deep. So I think if you can get – anytime you can trade a player like Edmonds and get a – Fair value. Mid, mid-second round or earlier, 
return, especially for an IDP player, I, th- I think you do it. So, yeah, if I'm him, I, I would uh, – I'm assuming he's pretty set at linebacker if he's giving up Edmonds. Yeah. Uh, so, in that case, then, yeah, I'm pulling the trigger. Give me that 207. Yeah, I agree. Makes makes sense for sure. Because clearly, clearly you're set at the position and clearly there's something you need that you think you can get there. So – Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm thinking too. Um, and then I told, I had a total brain fart when you asked if there was anything else, but there was, was no, go ahead. something we, uh, cause I, I know Kyle's probably ready to get going too. And I had, but, um, no, man. Right this, Twitter DMs. sorry, Kyle. Um, but <laughs> the, um, the fact that we kind of talked about how two years ago when we saw, that explosiveness and athleticism from guys like Isaiah Simmons and Kenneth Murray and um, Patrick Queen, just that, that quickness in, from the linebackers, you know, we're, we're, and we were like, man, that's crazy. You know, these guys, we, we don't see this very often and these guys are, can move. And, um, you know, obviously it hasn't exactly pan, span, um, panned out for them, like playing time and being on the field and grading well. Um, but, that's one thing we're starting to notice with the NFL is that the um, it is getting very fast. The game is getting very fast. And we, we talked about this in the DMs. And it's, that's crazy mm-hmm. is that when you look at the prospects on both sides of the ball this year, it is just full of all this, this huge, huge athletic, fast, strong, explosive players. And um, I think it is going to be absolutely nuts to see um, just – the speed and the strength of the game of where it's going. Um, I think that's just going to be crazy um, to, to watch for. It's exciting. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. No, it's – the game is fast, and the athletes are getting faster. <laughs> it's – it's, uh, it's uh, like you said, look at the Miami duo at wide receiver, you know, dealing with that speed with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Like, that's – next level shit those guys are so fast but it's it's exciting man and it's uh it's gonna be fun to watch yeah it is yes it is i'm super excited like i I was telling you guys one of the one of the teams i'm most excited to watch this year is miami um that that's more for their offensive you know i have a couple teams that what they do with every offseason about what their um what they do with free agency and all the draft and all this stuff and uh, coaching hires and Miami offensively is one team I'm excited to watch. Um, defensively, um, uh, I think I would, now it's because of the Bobby Wagner signing the Rams. You know, I, I got to mm-hmm. see what this defense is going to be when you have Aaron Donald on the front, on that first level, Bobby Wagner on the second level, and then you have Jalen Ramsey on the second level doing what they do. So, mm. yep. That's a fun defense. Yeah, it is. So good stuff, guys. Um, wow, what an episode. Um, we're gonna sign off here. We got a Patreon coming up, Zach. I hope you can at least join in for a few minutes if you can. If not, we understand. Um, I'll let you guys, uh, uh once we hop off here, I'll, I'll let you know the situation. So, yeah, uh, we usually take a quick break, you know, to kind of refuel, unload, and all that good stuff. So let us know. And if you can join us just for a few minutes, we'd love to have you. Uh, But let us know. Um, Before we go, Zach, tell them what you're working on, where they can find you, all the good stuff you're doing, brother. Um, 
Well, usually every off season, I, I work on the um, my IDP breakout uh, series. Um, that's what I usually focus on for the off season. And I, but right now, my uh, my laptop situation's been kind of rough because my old one took a crap on me. So I haven't been able to. Uh, I wanted to start my writing right after, like right when free agencies kicked off. That's when I wanted to get my writing started. I had to hunt down a laptop and finally figured out where I could borrow one at least a few times a week to do articles. So I'm hoping, actually, I'm hoping to get one in um, over the next couple weeks here. Um, I'm I'm do like I said, I'm gonna do the series a little bit differently than I've done in the past. You know, I'm I'm not gonna do solo players. I'm grouping the positions up and I'm gonna put the players in by position instead of um, just uh, guys here and there. Um, make it a little bit more organized and not so messy, but, um, you know, um, that I do all that stuff for idpguys.org. That's where you'll find my articles. Um, my, uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get back into the rankings. My rankings are gone for right now. I'm not into, I need to take that out of my bio. <laughs> but um, I haven't uh, I haven't been in the rankings game because I didn't have access to the laptop and I'm not probably not going to get back into it until I have full-time access to a laptop because that's something that I need to I, I want to keep track of a little bit more often mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you know at, at Twitter at Zmags IDP you know my DMs are always open for questions Um you know, I'm trying to get for just a little shout out to my my fellow Bears fans. Um, I'm trying to get into a, a little bit more, uh, um, just into the Bears community, talking with the, the with Bears people, um, Bears fans, and all that. So, if you any Bears fans want to shoot a follow, I hope you're showing off that mug I sent you to them. Make them envious. Oh, dude, I still got that thing. I I had that one night when I drank the beer out of it when I was talking with you guys, and. The- <laughs> It and I haven't touched it since because I felt bad from drinking out of it. Oh, no, no. Don't you dare feel bad. I, w- I would be offended if you didn't. Uh, well, I think that's what you told me. And that's why I did it. But then yeah. I was like, man, I don't want to drink out of this. Because this is something. It's I crazy do. because people are like, oh, I'm going to put this up. I'm never going to do this. And I'm like, it, I always thought, and I get it. I get the understanding. But it's like having a, a, a show car. What good is it? If you're not going to drive the damn thing, yeah, right. no, uh, that's I know that's not the 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 thinking everybody has, but man, yeah. if I've got something, I want to use it and showing it off, using it, you know. Hey, I'm just glad you're using it, but I, I'm glad you like it. So thank you. I know Kyle got the book. Yep. Yep. I should I should have threw it in the trash, but whatever. You know, anything Green Bay needs to be in the trash, but I know his. Bless his little heart. He would enjoy it. So I sent him to hey, You're too good to me. We're going to have yeah. to pull, pull put something together for Daryl, Kyle. We'll have to. Yeah. Nah. We'll put a little group chat together where we can talk about him behind his back, but then we'll plan a gift for him. Oh, I assume that was already happening. <laughs> yeah, now he knows. <laughs> Dang it. You found us out, man. Uh, Kyle, tell us what you're doing, where you're at. Oh, well, first off, I want to thank Zach for joining us, man. Um, Absolutely. I'm glad we Welcome finally back got anytime. I'm glad we finally got to get it together and uh get together here and, and talk ball and hang out. It was a blast. Yeah, um, I'm so happy you guys let me on. <laughs> we'll definitely have to do it again. And 
I'm looking forward to your breakout series when you start rolling with those. And I think everybody should be on the lookout for those because you do a great job um, breaking down players that, that you think are ready to take a nice leap this year and absolutely hit up Zach. Cause like he said, his DMS are open. He's always open to talk shop and, and uh, help you out with your trades and advice and stuff. And Bears community, hit him up, man. I think that's awesome. I'm definitely looking at... sliding up in his DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks trip. again, thanks again for joining <laughs> us, Zach. This was fun. And um, for me, I I've been working um, on the the rookie magazine mostly. Um, I can't wait. I, for that. I wrote oh, yeah. uh, the right after the combine. I had wrote up a little recap for some IDP players, but most of my writing's been for the magazine. Um, wrote up quite a few few profiles for that and um some rankings for that so that that'll be coming out soon um over at idp guys and that, that's basically where most of my work's been and once that's out maybe i'll start jumping on writing some more articles once once all that gets wrapped up but otherwise dms are always open at kbell 54 if you got any questions about anything always available big d awesome. what you got what do you got yeah going? man you got As lots always. going yeah, I got stuff going everywhere, every which way but loose. Um, <laughs> as always, you can find me at Hollywood Titan. Always DMs open. Hit me up with trades, questions, anything you got. Um, I'm on on the own here, you know, with the uh, IDP Nation pod. That's where all the uh, articles and uh podcast can be found like i said you can click on the link at the bottom for the uh, patreon that me and kyle's doing um we got good stuff there ton of stuff on the patreon um it's amazing um spread the word to help us out um tell everybody we're the best because clearly we are you know <laughs> as i said at the beginning we are the rick flair of idp if you don't know just ask somebody they'll tell you uh, you, you're talking to the Rolex wearing, limousine riding, jet flying, having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, follow us over at idpnation.com, Patreon. Um, that's where you'll find my stuff, all my work. Um, with that, if nobody has anything else, guys, hell of a show. Great show. Mags, welcome back anytime, brother. Yep. Thank you, guys. We'll be um, doing it again, I'll, for sure. As always, I'll probably invite myself on. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Say the that's word. All right. I, I, I love that? it how I'll, I'll just say something, and you guys are like, so what do you want to talk about, man? <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? I'm like, I don't know. It's your guys' show. <laughs> I, we'll talk about whatever. We don't yeah. care. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Exactly. And, and we always find a way to make it entertaining, and, you know, and, and always I feel like we're always dropping some knowledge on the listeners, too. And given hey, that's why we're the best, and that's what's that's what's important is knowing you know you guys we got to bring you guys a situation just to get you guys to think. It's it's just more about thinking about what's going to happen and being prepared for the situation mm -hmm. and adapting and survivor man that shit you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. adapt overcome. <laughs> so. yeah. And I will say, keep those trades and questions coming. Mm -hmm. and give us all the info you can roster size you know how many you start you know premiums anything the more info you can give us the more precise answer we can relay back to you um that's why i like to bring these trades and stuff in uh 
and there's no dumb questions, there's no dumb trades, shoot them to us and we'll tell you what you think because that's we're here to help. That's what we want to do. We want to help you all. So, um, again, we thank you all for listening, supporting us. Um, we appreciate it. We really do that you put up with our goofiness sometimes. And uh, with that, I think we are out. Patreons, stay tuned. Me and Kyle and hopefully Z-Mags can join us for a few minutes, but we're fixing to jump off and do a Patreon. Um, hopefully Kyle will behave this time. You can't take him nowhere. Naughty boy. So I know. You can't, you can't do nothing with him. You can't do nothing with him. Try to act professional. What's he do? He just, eh, whatever. Keep you on your anyway, toes, buddy. I know you do, bro. Anyway, <laughs> tighten up. Go, Pat, go. Birdo. <laughs> That's what I was watching for. <laughs> <laughs>